Blog Talk Radio. I want to thank you for tuning in um, wherever you are in the English-speaking world and whatever time it is. (laughs) Welcome. We talked a little bit about the man on my last show, so let's just talk a little bit, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a little, 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 little bit about the woman because that's just such a big subject. (laughs) Well, you know what? Everything was going along just fine in the Garden of Eden. God and Adam were walking and talking together and having fellowship about the creation. You know, Adam was learning about the waters and the fish and the rocks and the trees and the animals and He was learning how to take the seeds, you know, from the plant kingdom and store them so he could then plant them later on and keep the food coming. I don't believe he ate the animals at that time in the beginning uh, because many plants have the necessary protein for us to keep our bodies nourished along with the enzymes that are needed to break the protein down so the body can use it. And there was peace on earth, well, at least in the garden. The other kingdoms in the garden had learned how to get along, and there was balance and harmony. However, God saw that man wasn't completely happy, and the man's seed also wasn't being used. And God didn't like to see man's seed on the ground. You know, for God God knew, even if the man didn't at that time, that the seed of the man would make another man. You know, just like the seed of the oak tree makes another oak tree. And the seed of the rose makes another rose. And the seed of the cow makes another cow. But the seed on the ground doesn't make anything. It just dries up and it's gone at the next rain. Such a waste. Now, God is very careful about the resources, and nothing is ever wasted in his perfectly run universes. All things have purpose. All things are necessary to the overall operation of all things, and nothing is wasted. In fact, waste is not a word in God's vocabulary. So what to do? What to do? What could I do, God thinks? to make a man to make this man happy and to not waste his seed well those thoughts of god vibrated throughout the entire creation and a surging mass of waters cried out here i am take me to your heart unite with me and let us make a woman for the man And the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of these waters, and deep called unto deep. And woman came forth with a loud noise out of the great commotion that was caused by the vibration. 
and <laughs> there's been chaos ever since. <laughs> now, chaos isn't a bad thing. You know, in fact, everything in God's universe is either good or very good. I mean, chaos wasn't anything new to God. It was just new to the new creation of earth and man. Now, remember, Adam was never supposed to have the knowledge of good and evil. So before there could be even a definition for evil, something had to happen. Well, what happened, I think, is, you know, one evening after sex, Adam and Eve are talking about things in the garden, and Eve asked Adam why they couldn't eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And Adam, you know, was in that wondrous place of pure contentment, (laughs) having laid his seed into the woman, And he was laying in the arms of his lady with all his defenses down and feeling totally safe. And he said, because God said not to, honey. Now, remember, men are simple. No means no. I mean, God said no. But to a woman, (laughs) there's always more. And Eve, who had never gone with Adam, on his walks in the garden where he and God talked and went over things, said, well, God probably doesn't want you to have that knowledge because when you do, then you'll be as smart as he is. And then teasingly, she enticed him. Go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. Eat it. Eat it. Let's see what happens. And Adam did eat. Well, they got kicked out of the garden into hard times on their own now, out in a completely different set of circumstances. The peace and the harmony of the garden was gone, because now life was good and evil. And it's been hard ever since. That evil manifests in poverty, sickness, and death. Well, let's go back to that chaos that did it. But we have to look at chaos as a good thing. And if you Google chaos, you can get into a very complex and widely variable pure mathematics about chaos that proves that everything in God's universe is perfect and entire, lacking nothing, is necessary and useful. And all transformation throughout the creation is preceded by chaos. And most ways this chaos is generated is by some big loud noise of some kind somewhere. Now, I just got completely lost in the mathematics of chaos, but I do have to say, as a woman, (laughs) I really enjoyed the complexity of it, especially since another definition of chaos is behavior by the creator of the chaos that is so unpredictable as to appear random owing to the great sensitivity to small changes in conditions. And as a woman, I just say, amen. That's right. (laughs) 
because women are more sensitive to these small changes. Well, and the best definition of chaos is that it is what the formless state of anything is called. While as yet there is only vibration, no form yet. Well, so chaos is vibration in a very, very, very complex series of mathematical interactions. Chaos is a formless state that exists before the creation of anything, a universe, a galaxy, a solar system, or even an earth. So chaos is before the beginning. So in the beginning, there was God and chaos. That's all there was. This is the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And when the Bible says, let us make man in our image, this is who is talking. God and chaos. The divine masculine and the divine feminine. Well... Perhaps we can now have more of an appreciation for the possibility that woman is at the center of all things before the beginning, God's perfect divine complement. And if she's in her place doing what she's supposed to do, the man has more of a chance of becoming the perfect divine masculine in the image of God. And what this place is has long been a point of contention contention from the beginning you know remember man is simpler than woman early in the relationship between man and woman man didn't know it was his seed that was bringing forth the baby and the woman and societies worshiped the woman great temples were built and woman was revered and treated sacred because she brought forth the new life but when man found out that women, woman didn't do this by herself, and it actually was his semen that brought about the fertilization of her egg that made the baby from that time on. Man's ego put the woman down into a secondary position of obedience and servitude. On your knees, woman. I'm the progenitor of this party. You do what I say. Or you don't get a roof over your head and food to eat and clothes to wear. Listen up here. You do what I say. I'm running this show. And indeed, man went out to slay the dragon. And woman stayed home and took care of the household and having the children that the man made. Well... So right now, women are again making a big noise and commotion, sending out the vibrations, and we have chaos. Any transformation has to go through this process because it is the actual process of creation that gets everything started. And this is indeed a very interesting time, right? Of course, my perspective would be considered antiquated right now. And I just can't get into the woman's rights thingy because, first of all, I think a woman is priceless and can't be measured with the value of money. Isn't that what a prostitution does, pays the woman for her services? There's just no way to evaluate a woman's worth in money 
it is so far beyond money, it really is a total insult to even try. And also, the places where women are barging into, banging and slashing down the barriers are places, some of the places where she shouldn't be. And I'm not going to get into that right now either, but perhaps later on we can discuss it. Because I say mine is a more antiquated view. The young women today are either totally empowered or totally overcome by the antics of their sisterhood. It it either encourages the woman on her path to being recommissioned to her highest purpose or she's so totally overcome that she can be totally overcome. And then there is that undisputable fact that the women do have the children. The woman's entire hormonal and physical systems are made to produce the child. And man does not have this makeup. Man is simple. Woman is complex. Man is form. Woman is chaos. And that's where we're going to stop today because actually as a woman, I just can't go any farther right now. (laughs) I feel all of this so strongly like we're just sitting on the slope of a volcano that is rumbling, rumbling, quaking and shaking. Oh, boy, watch out.